Let me see. I don't know what it was about. Salary based 37.5 with a pump fire. 700 plan? I have no idea what that's even about. Because <laughs> I don't get a salary. No. No. You're hourly? Yeah. Which everybody that has salary wants nothing but hourly. And everybody who's hourly wants nothing but salary. Yep. That's how it works. Why? Because people that are on salary think that they're getting gypped because people on hourly, they think, just have overtime all the time. Salary doesn't get overtime pay. No. So they want hourly so that they can get that overtime. Most people but if your company are, sees you putting in overtime, on hourly salary, because you're not getting overtime. So they want salary because they're only getting 30 hours a week, but they want that guaranteed 40. lose lose yeah I don't know I think I'd like to be salary but I say that because I'm hourly I used to like being salary when I worked for Coors did you work a lot overtime oh yeah I worked way more hours and they were paying me but I knew I was always gonna get it <gasps> sweet little Ella baby 11.48pm oh is that when she was born I think my daughter wrote this down in here for me that's what, the, what that's how much did she thing. weigh Nine pounds, six ounces. Dang. What time? 11.48. P.M.? Yes. A.M.? No. She was 20, in, 20 and a half inches long. Dang. Head was 14 inches. It's a big head. Yeah, she got big old head. <laughs> I didn't know I had that in there. Trying to find uh, your notes. Yeah, because like whatever. Better write that down. I'm gonna edit that out for sure. Are we live? I heard you push the button. Did you? Yeah, I would. Okay. (laughs) You got to talk into the mic, Adam. No one can hear you. Because you want to. watching TikTok and I think it goes Oh, is that in your notes? No, TikTok. <laughs> like Tyler. There's a Doesn't this sound like Tyler's voice? What? The voice that I'm saying. <laughs> There's a uh You can edit this out. Like they'll say like Talk. songs of nineteen eighty eight. I write them all down because I want to put them on my Spotify. You write the lyrics down? No, I write the titles of the songs. That looks like lyrics, man. No, it's just all the titles. Why Love did you fights, write it eyes, against the lines? Because I was probably sitting at my desk like this. 
<laughs> you were in mourning. Uh, yeah. Oh, look, yeah. I wrote down how much everything's going to cost. Roadcaster oh. Pro. And then I was probably depressed after I totaled that together. And then <laughs> all these 1988 love songs came on, so I wrote those down. <laughs> Yeah, that's what this is. Flashbacks, huh? Yeah, it's just... Yeah, okay, this is where a lot of my notes... Are you good at listening, Adam? Uh, if it's something that interests me... Hit or miss. Yeah, if it, you're one of those guys... No, I don't. No, but I'll sit there and respect... You shake your head and nod and like, oh, taking it back. Yeah, just like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Praying in my head, don't ask me a question. <laughs> Please, God, don't ask me a question. Yeah, yeah. Usually they don't, and I think the reason is because they got a room full of construction workers, and they're like, nobody's listening. But by law, they have to be in here for 30 minutes. You have to sign your name. They usually pass out a paper. Everybody has a sign that says they attended the safety meeting. Yep. I took a 40-hour OSHA class. I remember taking those. I had to do it online. And then I got a card. It's Your a OSHA lifetime card. card, yeah. But it doesn't matter. All the, They said, you got to have this. And then I go to a job site. And they're like, have you been safety trained? I'm like, yeah, I got my card. And they're like, you still got to sit in for an hour meeting. Like, then what's the I point this of this 40 hour stupid card? I had to take a test. Who was that? King Solomon. It's all amounts to nothing. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for that one. What? Because I don't know. I never read King Solomon. David's son. I've read basically none, nothing out of the Old Testament. Like religiously. Really? Not like when I take notes. When I very first got into my faith and I got my first Bible given to me. Who gave it to you? Um, his name was Derek. Oh. He was a father of an old friend of mine. And uh, he gave me a Duck Dynasty New King James version of the Bible, which was basically wow. like this. Did it have their commentary? Yeah. <clears throat> but I said... Do I start at page one? And and I didn't ask him. I asked um, the pastor that first got me engaged, in, and he was the one that lit the fire a little bit because he was the one that says that maybe I should be a pastor. Way back when I was really wet behind the ears like I still am, but like just like, hey, I want to follow God. You should be a pastor. No, oh, All right. No, kind of. I mean, that's paraphrasing a bit, but... Um, I remember calling him in Salt Lake City, Utah. I called him from home and I said, do I start at page one and just read to the end? And he's like, no, don't do that. And I was like, hmm, every other book I've ever read in my life or wrote or not wrote, <laughs> read, you start at page you one. You sure you can read, Chap bro? Chapter one. And he's like, well, in the Bible, it's a little more complicated than that. If you start on page one, you're going to be confused before the middle and then you're really going to be confused towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he told me to start in first Corinthians. Hmm. 
That's a really good book. Yeah. It's so Paul. I kinda. Yeah, so I, I was like, okay. So I read that, and then I'm like, now what? Well, then go on to the, yeah, just dabble in the New Testament. And then I was always kind of confused, like, well, it, I never went into the Old Testament. And everybody started coming to church, and then it was all New Testament, and oh, the Old Testament is something you learn after you figure the New Testament out. I'm like, this makes no sense. <laughs> Read the end, and then you'll figure out the beginning. Yeah. And so I just never... And then we had a Bible study. You were with us, Genesis 1-1. Or was I with one you seven. It was that other MacArthur study where it was that blue book in Genesis. I don't think I was there for that. The only one that I was there for... The did first you, one did I was you there start? For Evans, Tony Evans. Okay, so that was right after that. And then I... Did I skip... No, it was Tony Evans. No, you were there through them all. We did Tony Evans, and then we did Dr. David Jeremiah, and then we did MacArthur again. Yeah, we're in MacArthur now. Yeah, so you were there for the last three. Yeah, Tony, David Jeremiah, MacArthur, MacArthur. Again. Yeah. So and I didn't. I didn't get that. The first Genesis one. one was all right. We watched more videos, Ken Ham videos. He's an Australian theologian. He did. The, he's the one who built the Ark in Tennessee or whatever. But we watched what? a lot of it. He built like a replica of the Ark, and it's in Nashville or it's Tennessee or I don't know. Somebody's gonna be like, "It's Louisiana." It's one of those states, and it's a replica of the Ark. It's a museum. Dang. And that you can go through, and he's, I get, he's pretty good. He's an older. He's an Australian guy. Is all the animals in there like stuffed? I don't know. Never been there. They wanted so. Barry tried to set up a church trip that we were all going to go to there. It fell through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because everybody was on board, right? They're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was going to be a road trip. Like, we were going to have sprinter vans. A bus. Not bus. No, it was going to be like sprinter vans. And then we would stop in Missouri and go to this other museum um, and then stay in a hotel and get food and then we'd keep going on to Tennessee or whatever go to the Ark and go to some other music, some other thing and stay in motels it all sounded good and then um, they had me announcing this like hey do you guys interested you want to do it everybody was fired up especially the, the people that used to sit up front there that we all know really well like hey yeah and um, then, I, and then I asked Barry, I'm like, "How is this going to like? What? How does this work?" And he went over the paperwork. <laughs> it was going to be like a, a couple thousand dollars a family, but they didn't say that in the beginning. They made it sound like the church is going on a trip. Dang! And so a lot of those people, like I mentioned thought it would be like a church expense and then I had to say it's not and then I was like okay Barry you're taking over after this and he said you know they got or maybe no it, you know what you're right it wasn't vans it was a um the but the buses but it was a um, tour tour buses. buses yeah not like tour bus like rock stars have but like a 
Greyhound bus that you, you would st- sit on, and then they would drive you to these destinations. Yeah. So you had to pay for the buses. You had to pay for the hotels. You had to pay for your own meals. And this was like a two-week trip. So then you had to take two weeks off of work. Dang. And each family had, would have to come up with like close to two grand. And like he had, he had, he, I give him credit. He had all of it planned. planned out. And then that bill just kept getting higher. Cause then people are like, we gotta pay that much and then buy our own meals. We didn't go to the ark, needless to say. <laughs> Sad. It, it is, but I understood. But that's also, Barry's retired. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier for that mentality of people to say, well, what's the big deal? Yeah, they got like, this is going to, this is not about the money. It's about the experience. But guys like me have to now lose two weeks of pay yep. consecutively. Now, here was the other problem that I brought up to Barry. It was most jobs. Yeah, you have two weeks vacation, but you can't take those back to back. That's 90% of the job force. If you have two to three weeks vacation, that means you can take one in the summer, maybe one in the spring, and one in the winter. But every job that I've been to, you can't say, I'm going to use all my vacations right now, and I'll see you guys in a month. (laughs) That's not how it works. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure it can happen if you have the time. Well, and if you have a company that can accommodate that. Yeah. If you're a construction worker, that's not going to work. No. So it was then, yeah. And then, like I said, there are some people in churches that are like, what do you mean it's not a church expense? And it's like, no. It's like we're going to go play putt-putt golf. A lot of people are going to think that's a church expense. And every year I have to tell them, you got you to gotta pay the $7. To you got to pay your way. It's $7, so if somebody doesn't have $7, then I'll throw a 20 on the counter and say, well, we're both playing. But no more than two but, play for that. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people expect, you know, the church wants to do something fun. They expect the church to pay for it. It's like, come on, guys. Which the putt-putt golf thing, if you have an opportunity, it's... I'll be gone, bro. Uh, you always are gone whenever we do something fun. <laughs> I've told you this I 12 know, times. I know, you talked about it. I didn't want salmon. I know, but it's like, you know what? You're like just rubbing it in now. Visit your uncle for Christmas. You know what I did today? What? Played butt butt. Yeah, I'm sure you did. It was a blast. It's even funner when. Uh, More uh, fun? Yeah, it's funner when. Uh, it, oh, well, I'll tell you what's fun about it is like everybody shows up and they're like, it's a church thing. So they're like, oh, well, you kind of got to look a little decent. And then the pastor shows up in sweatpant shorts and a <laughs> sleeveless shirt. Cut off? He's like, hey. Did you see my tattoo, man? <laughs> and Ron wears that cowboy hat that's like this big. Does he? Yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah, he wears it in the summer a lot. Because Ron's this big. And then that hat is like, he's like, you just look out across the putt-putt thing and you see this hat. <laughs> and Rolla, he's very competitive. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is he? Yeah, but he doesn't get crazy about it, but you can tell. Like, if the first three shots aren't going this way, he's like, whatever, I'm just going to start hitting the ball, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. And then we go to Rick's favorite fuzzy tacos after that. Oh. Tex-Mex. Yeah, he always, oh, we love you, fuzzies. He always <laughs> – that's where we've gone the last, like, four years in a row. They got good shrimp tacos. I don't see. I can't. I don't. I don't mess with the seafood in Mexican. Why? It's like eating crab legs at a Chinese restaurant. It's like mm, this isn't supposed to mix. Yeah, it does. Uh, not for me. It don't. I just want like shrimp at a seafood restaurant. It's like fish tacos. No. I mean, for Mexicans, that's great because they just put everything on tortillas. But. <laughs> I want to come to the. I I want to have like some beef or chicken. You can get that at any restaurant, though, bro. Mm, but not like they make it in Mexican restaurants. That is good. It's good. I love Mexican food, so I'm not dogging Mexican food. It's probably the my food of choice. Really? Yeah. What's your favorite dish? All oh man, there's I. If it could be the last dish you eat for the rest of your life. Fajitas. That's a good choice, but they make really good shrimp fajitas. Yeah, I, I will have shrimp fajitas. <laughs> those are good, I, dude. I like them. On, I go to Guadalajara and get those because <sighs> I get the combo, the beef, the chicken. The camarones, And then man. I'm like, Ooh. well, that costs $60. <laughs> Expensive, but yeah, it tastes it so good. Like, what am I paying for? That oil you put on the pan that sizzles? It's lard usually. Uh, yeah, but legit Mexican. What are you paying for that's so much more expensive than fajita versus the same meat that they've already wrapped in a and smothered it in green chili? The atmosphere. It's the experience of the sizzling plate, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what Where else can can you do that at home? You're paying more to make your like all they had to do in the back was like, oh, here you go. <laughs> They didn't have to roll it in a tortilla. They didn't have to smother it. They didn't have to garnish it. They didn't have to do nothing. They're just like, oh, just send this platter out there. Yeah. But you're paying two, ten times more for the fajitas than anything else on the menu. Yeah, that's true. I never understood that. You're paying more to make it yourself. Well, this is hibachi. You ever had a hibachi? Yeah, only in Utah. It's a Japanese thing and. They give you raw meat. They actually give you raw meat, and you have to cook it. Well, they cook it in front of you. Well, there's that type, and then there's a type where I, I don't know if it's the same. Are you talking like like uh, melting pot? Kinda. See, I went the hibachi I went to. They, you told them what you wanted, and then and then they <laughs> yeah make a little egg. volcano thing and I've flip it off, those. flip it up, catch it in their hat, take it open your mouth. And Magic I, tricks, yeah, Ooh. yeah. And then I had. Uh, this first time I had real sushi was at a hibachi grill. Yeah. Japanese. Because before that I had it at Sam's Club. It's good. They're not Sam's Club. King, <laughs> Super, King Supers. I don't know. I, I You remember that commercial about making bad decisions and they're like, it's like getting gas station sushi. <laughs> now you go into Loaf and Chug and they got some like, ooh, ooh, not doing that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
But I didn't have to pay for the hibachi experience when I went. Who did? The the father that was there. Paid the for Catholic the father? No, not a Catholic father. Is an ex-girlfriend's dad. Uh, uh. Since we're going to go ahead and keep poking out <laughs> <up> there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I found, I don't know. Does your study Bible go back, like kind of give like a detail of the book before you read it? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. What book? Lamentations 1. Yeah. Oh, there's another thing that I learned on. Remember when we were having the debate on what book was that? You called it something, and I'm like, that's not how you say it. Almost. Amos. Okay, yeah, it wasn't that one then. But it was one that. Almost. Okay, okay, I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this before I get into it because I thought I had it right. And and maybe I do in the person, but they, you know, I have more respect because they're older. Because Respect for older somebody else. I'm not comparing this to you because we haven't more had respect. this debate. Um, <laughs> Finish your sentence, Adam. No, I'm, I got to find the book. I think it's in Old, Old Testament. It is Old Testament for sure because right. it's not one that we are used to like. Yeah, is it after, I think it's after, right after Samuel? Well, I'm not talking about Amos. No, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about Lamentations. No, well, no, I'm not going into Lamentations yet. Oh. This is a book that okay, okay. I was told to turn to, and when they said the name of it, I was like, what? <laughs> is that even in the Bible? And then I'm like, oh, he's talking about this. So apparently I've been saying it wrong, but let me find it. Because I know Lamentations, that's how I say it too, so. If I'll find out next time if we're saying it wrong. Oh, it's lemonination. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. That's the Hebrew. Um, oh, no, it's in the New Testament. Sorry. This one. But it's one of those books that you typically don't go to. Okay, hold on. I gotta find it. You have the, the tags there. I know, but. Do they not help? <laughs> You got the thing flagged. Okay, there it is. Like a NASCAR how race. Say, how would you say that? Habaku? What? No, there's a K at the Hub, end. Habaku. I said Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Habaku. Habakkuk. And he he was like... Habuku. No, he didn't say Habuku. But he's like, why don't we turn to Habakkuk? Or something like, I'm like... <laughs> or Habakkuk. And I was like, what? Habakkuk. He's like, let's turn to Habakkuk. And I'm Is like, that even in? That's in the Bible? Obviously. What? I told you it's a book that we typically don't talk about. But he said, why don't we turn to Habakkuk? And I'm like, <laughs> you mean Would Hab-? you call me? <laughs> and I was like, you mean Habakkuk? I didn't say it out loud, but in my head. He's like, so why don't we go to Habakkuk 2020? And I'm like, oh, all right. And I just started like frantically looking through it like, it's like I did just now. But I'm like, I thought that was Habakkuk. Well, you're saying it, same, just different. He's but saying Habakkuk. But you're saying Habakkuk. You both are saying the same thing. I know, but the way he said it, I was like, <laughs> you were talking. What is that book about? Uh, the prophet asked God to punish Judah, but then doesn't like God's answer. Wow. 
That's in the New Testament? No, that's old, I thought. Oh. That's Hebrews. It's after Amos. Amos. (laughs) Obadiah? Obadiah. So Lamentations is not after Amos. No, I didn't say that. I said it's after Samuel and Kings. Lamb. Lamb. It is a poetic lament lament from a person watching the destruction of his beloved capital city. Oh, no, that's not the right one. Tradition says the author was Jeremiah. What's right after Kings? Uh, Old Testament. Second Kings. After that. First Chronicles. Yeah, I think that's the one. It retells the story of David's reign, showing mm-hmm. God's purpose in the history of Israel. What's after that? This could be it. Second Chronicles. What's after that? Ezra. What's that one? Some of the Jews returned to Jerusalem from exile and rebuilt the temple. Much later, Ezra arrives with another group of exiles and leads spiritual reforms. Oh, second. Okay, so that is Second Chronicles because that's Samuel. The story of Solomon's reign. Solomon, sorry. And the subsequent kings of Judah. Yeah. Hmm. Tradition says it was Ezra, whoever completed the information wrote during the time of Ezra. What does that mean? Is that a person? Yes, Ezra's a person. So it's Second Chronicles. See if it's that's the one I'm thinking of. I think it is. Hmm. Solomon praises the Lord. What chapter is that? First chapter? Six. Solomon asked for wisdom. And I got blah, blah, blah. Cold coffee. Oh, it's cold? Oh, yeah, that was really cold. Sorry, I turned it off really early. Well, it was warm up until this point. <clears throat> Building the temple. Okay, built it. Asa's reform. I highlighted that. He went out to meet Asa and said to him, Listen to me, Asa, and all of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. And if you forsake him, he will forsake you. What what was that? What book was that, Adam? Second Chronicles fifteen two. All right. Cool. 
if you forsake him, he'll forsake you. So don't. That's cool. <laughs> I'm being nice. You have to say I'm being nice. You're have, because I you know that one. Your nose, because your laugh was like, oh. <clears throat> I'm just trying to find the book. Solomon just repeated like it all means nothing because he had everything, you know. How do you describe God? Hmm. Omniscient, omnipresent. Abba. Is it just God or is there is, is there three different parts to God? There's three. But it's the same. Mm-hmm. How do you explain that? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost. Yeah, but that sounds like three different identities, but it's supposed to be one they identity. They are one. How? Because God can do anything. Okay, that's easy to say in this room right here. But I'm an unbeliever. And you're asking me how the Holy Trinity is a thing? Yeah. Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, to tell me if God is by himself, then why is it described in three persons? How can he be three if he's one? The when, Bible doesn't when, tell me there's a trinity. What what tells you that God is by himself? Well, because God is the Father, God the Spirit, God the Son. Mm-hmm. Those sound like three different people to me. Yeah. But you said there's only one God. Yeah, they're all God. How? I look through the Bible and it doesn't tell me there's a trinity. Like, that seems like something that you crazy people made up. No, you read it. I did. It didn't say trinity. You read it when, when Jesus was baptized by, by his cousin. Where's that at? John the baptizer. It said it's his cousin? It's his cousin. Where? When in in um Matthew three sixteen? Yeah. You just said yeah because I said that. <laughs> you just cheated. You didn't he didn't know that by heart. But yeah. Why? What does it say there? That I don't know exactly three sixteen. No. I know John three sixteen. Everybody knows John three sixteen. <laughs> that doesn't Do explain you? to me. Unbeliever? Yeah, it's for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that those those who believe can be saved. Sorry. You can't make faces at me when you're doing that. The, 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 the what does Matthew 3.16 say, though? What happens? What what happens? And this is, it goes back to the Old Testament, but I'm not a good note taker. I'm going to get yelled at for that because somewhere in Genesis it says us. Yeah. It says we. 
God never. The Tower of Babel. Yeah, he says we will go down and confuse the language. Who's we? Him, his son, and their Holy Spirit. But how is that described in Matthew three sixteen through 17? So that is when he's baptized by yeah. his cousin, John the Baptizer. Why do we have to keep saying his cousin? Like, that's an important piece of the puzzle. <laughs> is it not? No. Oh. I don't think so. I mean, they had an interaction. It could have were... been just a bum on the street, but it's John the Baptist. But it has to be his cousin? It is his cousin. No, it's the prophet Elijah, some say. Well, yeah, that's what they refer to him as. I don't think Jesus has heavenly cousin. Yeah, because what well, Sarah... Gone. Sarah and um, the other dude. It doesn't remember the, matter. Okay, remember the guy. Family tree. What does this remember? What? Remember the guy that went that would mute until John the Baptizer was born. No, can we just say John the Baptist? <laughs> <laughs> Why does that matter? Why do we have to say Why John the Baptizer? Talking? Okay, but when when Jesus was baptized in front of everyone. Uh huh. Um, it was in front of the disciples of John. Okay, and other people. And the heavens opened up. Okay. As Jesus was baptized. Yeah. And a voice was heard. Mm-hmm. The voice of God, the Father. Was it like... Uh... This is my son, who I am well pleased. Exactly. That's... This is my son, who I'm all pleased. And then a dove descended. Was it James Earl Jones? Yeah, probably. Or Morgan Freeman. Yeah. This is my son, who I'm well pleased. <laughs> After that day, we never saw that dove again. It took a hundred years <laughs> from him. <laughs> but yeah, the dove descended down upon Christ. Which was what? A representation of the Holy Spirit. Oh. God, the Father, blessing himself the son with himself the holy spirit do you believe me now yeah the holy trinity bro what does john 10:30 say the father and i are one jesus. And that's jesus talking Father and I it's are not John the Baptizer, not his cousin. <laughs> and now is when the Pharisees were trying to corner him, trying to get him to say he was God. <clears throat> they wanted him to say he was God because then they call him a blasphemer. But he, yeah, that's the thing. He never said it like that. Is like I am God. Bow down to me. He always referred to his father as his father, but he is one. The Son is one with the Father. Because He's God. He's God. But He didn't come here to play God on earth. Right? I don't know. I'll he, be the one that gets yelled at for that statement, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm just because kidding. Because think about it. Think about it. Anybody else, you see it in the movies, you see it in the superheroes. These people come from other planets, and they play God on earth, and they are powerful. People praise them, Whatever. Christ didn't come here to to do that like like he could have he had every right he had every ability to call the 10,000 angel armies down 
you know, but they mocked him with that when he was on the cross. They said, "Hey, where's your where's your angels now?" Like, eh. they mocked him. He didn't come here to sh- display this military takeover to to release us of our worldly captors. He came here to release us of our spiritual chains. It, the devil. Right? Yeah. And to me, that that is God's biggest love note to all of us because he created us. He loved us. He knew we were going to make our mistakes. He knew Adam and Eve were going to make the the what is it the first sin and in that moment he already knew the plan to save us all in the end you know but Jesus says love your Lord your God with all your heart only your God mm-hmm. the most important commandment is this listen O Israel the Lord our God is the one and only Lord the Lord our God and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart all your soul all your mind and all your strength second is equally important love your neighbor as yourself Jesus didn't say love me but he said in in the previous chapter you read that he is the father why is this so confusing then how is it really important for you to explain the trinity how do you do that how do you explain the Trinity? How do you prove the Trinity? I don't have to prove it. Oh, that's the smartest answer. You now I'm gonna be nice. That's exactly the right <laughs> answer. But how do you believe it? <clears throat> By faith. Okay, there's a second great answer. So do you need to argue it? No. Or can you just have a few verses? Yeah, Matthew 3.16. John. Yeah, that one, there's, uh, I can't remember, there's one in Genesis, and then there's other ones, we, he never refers to I, he just, we, us. Yeah. He's God, he doesn't have to prove anything. Yeah. And that's our argument to all the other national or not nationalities. It's the same difference, the same denominations. Yeah. Well, I would go even further and say religions. Isn't that what a denomination is? It's that's a sect of a religion, hmm. right? I get. Yeah. Why is it important that? we as Christians don't have to argue because we need to be quick to listen slow to speak yeah we gotta lead with love right because what did he say the second but we most also, important thing we also is to love to your neighbor the Holy Spirit is here on our behalf that's who works through us and he right resides within us nah yeah that's that's a part of God that goes through us not just all of God because yeah. that would be insane no you'd explode I feel like <laughs> yeah 
that's like when Rick was talking about people are like, oh, Satan keeps messing with me. He's like, I don't think Satan is messing with nah. you. I think his demons are messing with you because you couldn't him. handle Satan. So that's a lot of people are like, well, I heard God speak today. No, you didn't. The Holy Spirit might be working in you, but you still yeah. didn't hear him speak. That's another thing that people get hung up on, right? Like God told me. No, he didn't. The Holy Spirit's moving you. But the Holy Spirit is God. God was to tell you to do something and you didn't do it. That's probably not going to work out really well for you. But he'll send the Holy Spirit on his behalf to work through you. That's who's working with you. That's who you're hacking off every day is the Holy Spirit. Like, But uh, the Holy Spirit is him. Yeah, it's part of him. Jesus is sitting at the right hand. God. Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit goes and works through us yeah. so that we can one day get to where Jesus is. I mean, that's such a powerful... Jesus was... If he had to come down and talk to me, he's going to throat punch me. I mean... not <laughs> <laughs> deserve Violence, it. he says, don't... Don't be violent. No, no, Turn no. the other cheek. Yeah, but he didn't say anything about throat punching you. <laughs> I can't throat punch you. You can't throat punch me. But Jesus comes down and he's like, you leave me no choice here, boys. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I deserve a throat punch. <laughs> and you're like, oh. and he's like, you're not going to die. Just settle down. Now I got your attention. So is that is that the Holy Spirit? All those moments that you feel convicted for your sins. For sure, yeah. Because Cause you we talked about it in the parking lot, you know, with the day and age where, you know, sexual immorality is a huge right. issue. Because they never really surrendered their heart to, to, to gee, they never surrendered it over and give it to Christ. Once you do that, the Holy Spirit starts working in you. And so when we sin and we feel like, junk that's the holy spirit convicting us yeah. of that sin because once we accepted christ and we gave our earnestly gave our heart to christ the whole the holy spirit comes in and takes over yeah when you don't feel that that's condemnation for the sins it's because you've never given your heart completely to christ you might have sat there and said, oh, yeah, I believe in God, but you never gave yourself over to Christ. That can be lost, taken, too, don't mm -hmm. you, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to, but once you, once you're fully given everything over to Christ, that's where that, that's where that little Jiminy Cricket in your head starts going, uh-uh-uh, like, that wasn't a good idea. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. That's a part of God that is in all of us now. When once, you, once when you, you surrender Christ. completely and you really give your heart to Christ, you can't just, like, what did Brady say the other day? Say a magic prayer. Yeah, and... And, and then walk away and you're good? Well, that's the whole thing. Like, you just... You, you do all this and you'll be fine. Yeah, there's no words that can save you. No. You have to surrender... 
a hundred percent. And once you do that, you're still going to sin, but that's when you start get feeling like junk. And then you're like, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. You lose sleep at night. That's the Holy spirit working in you going, Hey, but then when you're doing things that you're supposed to be doing and you got that great, like I could move mountains feeling, that's also the Holy spirit saying, this is the direction you're supposed to be going. You're on the right path. And then when, you're faced with things that's scary speaking in public get in front of your church saying a you know closing in prayer opening in prayer doing this and that and you're like ah but the holy spirit is the one saying it's okay yeah i'll i got you through this and we're going to get through it together that's that person pushing you closer to that edge but it's also the person holding on to your shirt tail when you're about to jump off the cliff because mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit absolutely is going to push you to do things that you don't want to do <clears throat> or you didn't think you were capable of doing. Yeah. <clears throat> Studying your Bible, memorizing scripture, um, taking theological classes, theology classes, uh, getting up in front of your church speaking, doing your memory verses. I remember when I started standing up doing the memory verse like Eric what does What drove every you to week, do that? The Holy Spirit, for sure, because I was sitting there going, Ed was up there doing the announcements at the time. And he was like, and I remember there were times where he's like, well, nobody memorized it. Oh, gee guys. You know, I really, you know, it's really is a good thing to memorize that. Oh, nobody. And he would like look at people and like, and I'd look around and, and most of the time it was Rod Riggs that would stand up and do it. (coughs) He was like the always the guy. And then, Ed would kind of challenge people like, oh, somebody can take on the champ. Or even if two people want to say it, we can stand up and do it together, which always turned into a nightmare. But yeah, I started getting up and I'm like, ah, and I'd write it on my refrigerator on the marker board. And then on Sunday I'd wake up. Oh no. <sighs> I'd go out there and I'd write or I'd take a picture on my phone or I'd just look at it say it over and 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 get to church. People are trying to talk to me and I'm like, Todd, don't talk to me. I'm over and over and over and over and over and over until Ed got to that. Did anybody happen to memorize our weekly memory verse? Do you remember any of those? Not word for word. No, (laughs) that that was a lot, dude. I did it for like a year and a half or two years, maybe. Dang. That's but the see the thing about that, like you spent all that time committing it to memory and it's, I mean, if I see, like, if I see the couple words, then it comes pretty quick, but I would do it over and over and over. And then I would raise my hand and then it got to the, like Eric, like when I say, Oh, look, I bet Eric got it. That's what Ed was to me. Cause then I would be like, Oh, I'm being cocky. So he would say it and he'd pan the room and nobody raised their hand. Nobody raised their hand. And then he'd just stare at me and I'm like, all right, I got, Oh, I knew my buddy had it. And then I'd do it. And people used to clap and nobody claps anymore, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then there was a couple times I'd raise my hand and I'd, and then look behind me and there's a nice lady back there like, well, I guess they're not calling on me. So that's when I started waiting. And then, uh, the pandemic happened and I took over the, uh, announcements. And so, and I, but for sure, cause I remember the first time I didn't, that I, I like had such an adrenaline rush standing up. I'm like, ah. and I remember just stumbling on my words. Like I thought I was going to pass out. Yeah. And then that rush 
came ever, like for a while. And then it, the rush went away, and it's just like, eh, I'll do it. But then everybody started figuring, like, seeing, knowing who I was. I know that that's probably the one of the main reasons why Barry introduced me to my wife because I started doing those memory verses. I started coming to men's Bible yeah. study. So I was kind of standing out in a way. Yeah. And then, uh, but I loved, I, something I looked forward to every Sunday was memorizing that verse. And now Eric does it. Well, it, then it was a battle between me and Eric who could raise her hand fast. And then he told me after I started doing the announcements that the reason he started doing it was to, to go after me. Dang. Not, he was like, well, you're just, oh, just so bad that you were Friendly encouragement. Yeah. yeah. Friendly. And now he's the only one that has done it. Tanner did it randomly one time. Oh, man. After that, he's like, I ain't never doing that again. But Melanie said that he he did that the whole car ride there over and over and over That's and over cool, and over. Man. But nobody, I, well, I used to, Barry bought me all those prizes. I used to give out prizes, matchbox, because Rick would make a joke like, next person does, it's going to get a Mercedes or whatever. So they people started bringing me matchbox cars as a joke, and Eric's got like 30 of them. And then Barry went to a store. Sorry, Barry, I know you didn't want anybody to know you were the one that did it, but. We edit that out. It's only people in India are going to know. <coughs> Shout out to India. Um, he brought a bunch of prizes, and I started getting out watches and earrings. And But even th- even then, people were just like. So I just started calling, like, you got it? I even told people, you can cheat. If you just stand up, I'll, you can read your thing. I think it's the fear of standing up in front of people. When Ed before but you're not before the pandemic, everybody's backs to you. I it's I get it because it's standing that up in front rush of that I got you. Yeah, but the rush that I got it was yeah. It's it's like people are so afraid that they're going to stumble on a word or mess it up, and that they're going to get kicked out of church. I guess I don't know. <laughs> There's but, a trap door. They go. <laughs> but it's definitely something and then you know it it every week it was something me and my daughter did we wrote the memory verse on the refrigerator yeah. every week um what was your main reason for doing it though the memory verse in your head well for sure i wanted to get better at memorizing verses because i was watching people like rick and other more advanced christian men than me that were able to go to men's Bible study and then not even open their Bible and be like, well, you know, John 14, seven says, you know, or James 14, four seventeen, you know, when you know what you ought to do and don't do it, it's a sin. And they were able to just, and I, I'm like, I have no scripture to back up my thought. So I, I thought that would be a way. And then, you know, Rick and other guys would tell me, well, try writing them down on note cards and then use them like flashcards. And that helped a little bit. Uh, but then really just, just writing them down and then having a meaning behind that verse. You know, Philippians 4, you know, 417. 
Or 413. You know, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Now, I thought I was, like, cool, and then I hear a pastor like, those are coffee cup verses, and I'm like, like, that's what's on everybody's wall in their home. That's what's on, you know, Joshua 1.9. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But those things, when you don't stress on thinking about that so much, they just come to you. Yeah. When I'm having a good conversation with somebody I believe that really is interested in the Bible or in Christianity, they come to me. Boom, 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 boom. Just like the Joshua 1.9. You know, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And then, uh, you know, Psalms 115 or 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. Is that 119? I thought that one's... Or 105, 119, or 119, 105, one of those. Yeah, how does a young man keep his way pure? I don't know. I just know that your word is a light to my... A lamp for my feet, a light on my path. But... And you have it on the business card. Yeah, see? Philippians 4.13. Yeah. That's a that's a big one. Um, it's in here. But that's that's what I wanted to do. And then writing it down, writing notes. Romans one yeah, sixteen. One nineteen nine and eleven. How does a young man oh, yeah. keep his way pure? One nineteen one oh five is the Yeah, how can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Mm-hmm. That one's like oh, man. You know, my favorite one was Romans one sixteen, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Word is in word of God. First to the Jew and then to the Greek, Gentile, or whatever, to the Greek. That's Matthew. That is... Give your bracelet. Oh, yeah. Then then it, that's... Uh, Romans one sixteen, And then that one's Matthew 4.19. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Fish hooks. Yeah, fish hooks. Fish hooks. <clears throat> Except they used nets back then, bro. Yeah, but they didn't have that. Fish hooks? I, that logo came off of Vistaprint. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was putting in, like, Bible, Christianity, nothing, 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 nothing. I'm like, I'm never going to have a logo. Like, the, the Christian ones were, like, lame. And then, um, I don't know, I, I always liked Matthew 419. I'm like, what? Well, fishermen. And then they had all these, like, fishing industry things. And so that's Sorry. where that went to that. But no, I encourage everyone to got get at least two or three, <laughs> two or three memory verses and memorize them. I mean, it is very important. Yeah. Is it Matthew? And I have this sticky note above my bed right above my head in my bed you not live a, on bread alone mm. Jesus said it Matthew yep but on the word of the Lord mm. bread alone can't feed us Adam nope but world is hungry it is 
It and is. It's, and it's <clears throat> easy to get wrapped up in it, man. What are we going to talk about next week? What can they look forward to? What are you going to talk about next week? Proverbs 31. <laughs> I think I could. No, yeah, I don't have it memorized. It's huh. a long book. Long yeah, chapter. it is. It is. I don't know, Adam, what do you want to talk about? We're going to talk about the woman at the well. Oh. Let's talk about the woman at the well. We'll the, go over that. The Samaritan woman? Yeah. Was she Samaritan? Yeah, yeah. And she was, I think she's the one that bleeding forever. No, that was a different one. Whatever. They're all same to me. <laughs> so, um, let's, uh, let's, yeah, we're going to talk about her, but she thought she could never, you know, she couldn't, she wasn't she, worthy. She had many, many husbands. Well, then. And she was living with one of her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then but Jesus says, I know you. She's like, what? She Why are you talking to me? She was drawn one, water. He's like, one, you're Jewish and you Jews don't ever speak to Samaritans. And two, if you're saying all these things that you know about me, why would you even talk to me? Because I'm such a horrible person. Didn't he like, help her get the water from yeah, the Yeah, he's well like, too? I'm he- I don't know if he did that, but he's like, I'm here for you. Hmm. That's why Christ came here for everybody. Her, dude. Mm-hmm. She wasn't Jewish. Mm. And he told her that he is the well of life water, right? Or however he said it there. He just said, uh, you can drink. And you'll thirst no more. You'll thirst no more. So, woman at the well, next week, if you're going to talk about it. Be about it.